Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about pressure tanks, water pressure tanks. So uh, recently, if you guys have been following the podcast, you guys have been kind of following along my journey here um, to uh, not only improve, but to finalize a lot of things for my uh, new off-grid home that I built. Uh, so recently, I installed a uh, pretty good size a water purification system. Um, that way I could make sure that I had the purest, cleanest water possible. Um, I have multiple reverse osmosis systems with uh, multiple sediment filters. And I mean, I, there's a ton of stuff that goes along with that. Um, but for this podcast, I want to talk about pressure tank. So normally the way I get water pressure in my home is I have, it's a it's been working great. I have still no problems with it. Um, it's basically running off a 100 watt solar panel. It is 100% solar powered as of right now. Uh, so a 100 watt solar panel, a little solar charge controller, and a probably now going on a six or seven year, probably seven year old uh, car battery that was not was not powerful enough to you know start my car anymore this was back years ago like seven years ago and um the recycle place was only going to give me about i think like 10 or 15 bucks to turn it in for you know as the core charge and i decided you know what let me put it on the solar charge controller and just let it do its thing and i left it on there for a long time without doing anything to it and never using it and then one day i decided to go and check it and it was perfectly fine again for some reason and so I decided to repurpose that battery as the battery that powers my water pump, right? So we have the solar panel, we have a little charge controller, and then we have a seven-year-old car battery. Yeah. And then we have a small 12-volt um, water pump. And that's what pressurizes my house up to 60 PSI. So I have a, I have really good water pressure. Um, but here is the what I'm trying to prevent. It works perfectly fine. It's been working for... Ever since I moved into my new house, perfectly fine. Um, but what happens is, so it's it's got a pressure um, sensor or f- flow sensor in a sense that if you turn on the faucet, because it'll always maintain 50 to 60 PSI to the faucets, right? So the second you turn on your faucet, of course, the pr- water pressure drops a little bit. And once it hits the little, the bottom of the threshold for that pressure switch, it automatically turns on. Because it's trying to make sure it maintains 50 to 60 psi, and then when you turn off your faucet, it's pressure. It's you know it's maintaining the 50 to p 50 to 60 psi, so it works great. But um, in in a effort to prevent the amount of micro or mini cycles the pump goes through, um, this is what I've done. Because this is kind of what happens. I turn on the water. I have great pressure. No problem. It's just pretty much endless until the if the battery goes dead, right? But I ne- I never run that much water to run that battery dead, right? I've never done that, and I couldn't. I don't think I could even do it. But my point is, is that when I turn it on, the pump automatically turns on, right? 
And when I turn it off, turn off the, the faucet, it automatically turns off like it's supposed to. But there is some appliances like your shower head or your toilet that is more restrictive, meaning it doesn't allow full flow of water to go through. So what happens is, let's say you have a um, toilet, right? A toilet is letting out less water to fill the tank than your, maybe your shower. So because that's restricted down to a smaller diameter of a pipe and how much is being allowed to flow into the tank, my pump will now turn on and off multiple times because it keeps trying to keep the pressure up at 50-60 and then that pressure slowly goes into the tank and it kicks back on. So the pump is like microcycling, right? It just keeps turning off and on, off and on, off and on, off and on, nonstop until the, the toilet tank is full, right? Now, if you're using a smaller shower head, um, that can also be a, a problem where it'll microcycle. In fact, I had to adjust my pressure switch on top of the water pump. Um, I kind of had to fine tune it to work perfect with my shower head. That way, when I turned on the shower, it, the pump wasn't just turning off and on, off and on, off and on, right? Now, I, t I basically fine tuned it so that when I turn the shower on, it stays on and it just runs. And I have great water pressure, no problem. But before that, it was it was doing that microcycling, right? On off, on off, on off, and by doing that, I'm basically kind of prematurely wearing out my pump by on off, on off so many because it happens a lot, right? It, it's repetitive; it just repeats itself until either your the toilet tank is filled or you're done taking a shower. So this is where a water pressure tank comes in. Now, a lot of you may or may not know that well systems. So I don't have a well system, but a lot of people do. And when you have a well system, you actually have a, your, it's usually a norm to have a water pressure tank installed with your system. So you have a well that's underground, you have a well pump that's sitting at, in, in your well. It's pumping that water up. And as it pumps the water up, it goes through the water pressure tank. The water pressure tank's job is to help maintain water pressure over a longer period of time before the pump has to kick back on, right? So that's the whole purpose here. So you have, you know, more constant water pressure without the pump microcycling so much. So instead, the pump will turn on for a little bit longer period of time and then shut off instead of, you know, off, on, off, on, off, on, and so forth. So essentially, I'm able to cut down the wear and tear of off and on from my water pump by utilizing a water pressure tank. So the water pressure tank that I uh, ended up installing, what, two or three nights ago, um, I actually bought from a local Home Depot. I bought the biggest one they had. I bought the 44-gallon. That's the biggest one they actually carry in stock. So I bought that one, the 44-gallon water pressure tank. It's actually the brand name on that is Waterworks, I believe. It's a blue tank. Now, the first day I hooked it up, I actually hooked it up in the evening when I got home. Uh, and what I noticed was the, when I hooked everything back up, it was doing the same thing. My pump was still microcycling and I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? So then I took a pressure gauge and on top of your pressure, your water pressure tank is a little Schrader valve, like a bicycle tube valve, um, sticking out of the tank. And you can, you know, you can check the pressure of the air inside of that tank. Um, that's kind of like a membrane membrane where it's separated between air and water, right? And I checked the pressure and it was actually 
really high. It was at like 45 PSI, which is way too high. And so that was what was causing the pump to just basically do the same thing because the tank wasn't able to take in any more water because it was meeting the exact same pressure that the pump was at, right? If that makes any sense. So I dropped the pressure in the water pressure tank down to 28 PSI. And now it is doing great. Now the pump turns on and you can actually hear it filling the, the water pressure tank. And then when I turn a faucet on, um, because I have a lot more um, stored pressure in that tank, I can run a lot longer without the pump even having to turn on at all. So that, that's awesome, right? Now, the water pressure tank was quite expensive. I think all said and done after taxes over here in, in Hawaii at my local Home Depot, it was roughly about 300 bucks, give or take a little bit. Um, so yeah, about 300 bucks. That's not cheap in my eyes. That is not, not a cheap component. Um, but if it's going to prevent my future pump or pumps from um, premature, prematurely burning out ahead of time, to me, that's a good investment. Now, since I upgraded to a 44-gallon water pressure tank, I also ordered in a brand new one horsepower um, water pump to replace the, the smaller pump that's currently, um, you know, supplying pressure to my home. So the newer pump can actually pump 950 gallons um, per hour. Um, and it can have a, it has a max PSI, I believe, on the pressure switch, which is like 60. I think it's 60, yeah. So with the bigger pump, it's a one horsepower pump, and that pump can move a lot of water. So now instead of my smaller pump taking so you know a longer period of time to fill up that pressure tank, with the new pump, the higher powered pump, it'll run for a very short period of time just to fill that tank back up to where it needs to be. And then after I use up all that pressure, then it'll turn on and do the same thing, right? So. Uh, that is actually uh, on its way right now, um, so I should be receiving that hopefully within the week, and then I'll go ahead and install that, um, you know, to connecting to my water pressure tank. Uh, and then that way I have a really heavy-duty sound system going forward for the future. The current water pump that's on there right now, the 12-volt water pump, uh, I will save that, obviously, as a backup. There's nothing wrong with it right now. So when I remove it, I will put it away in my, my stash of goodies. And if I ever need it, I have it available to me just in case maybe, you know, the current pump I install somehow breaks down the road or whatever may happen. I have a backup that way I can always have water pressure for my home. So I hope this information finds you well. If you need water pressure for your home and you're, you have a well or you have like what I was doing with a smaller 12 volt um, water pump and you're tired of the pump turning off and on so much and concerned about it burning out ahead of time um, you can install a water pressure tank if you're if you want to go that route and spend spend that kind of money it's something to look into and definitely something to consider um, for your home so anyway guys thanks for tuning in and i'll see you guys on the next one